0: Hello and welcome to this podcast presented by LexisNexis. Because the lore is everywhere, at the heart of our lives and our discussions, this series brought to you by LexisNexis and the guests will cover current issues that impact us daily. My name is Fei Shan, Marketing Coordinator at LexisNexis Canada. Today's session features our guest speaker and our author, Gary Mitchell. Let me introduce Gary Mitchell. The founder of the on track coach.
1: Hi there, Faye.
0: Anchored in nearly 30 years of real world experience as a communications professional, political strategist, and entrepreneur, Gary is a Canadian lawyer coach pioneer. He has tailored his coaching practice exclusively to lawyers since 2005, accumulating tremendous industry knowledge and insights. Gary has two previously published books. Ring Dance, the Business Development Guidebook for Lawyers 2012, and the Ring Dance 2, a blueprint for growing your practice 2014. He began contributing to the Lawyers Weekly, now the Lawyers Daily, to write his column, The Coach, since 2006. Gary, I'm sure our listeners would be interested in knowing how did you decide to become a business coach and especially coach for legal professionals?
1: It's kind of an interesting story, Faye. Um, having been involved in politics since age nine, I decided to really put my money where my mouth was. So in 2004, I ran for parliament and I didn't win, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> but in the following year, I was approached by a lawyer candidate to help him win a nomination and I did. And then he wanted me to run his campaign for parliament and I did. And this was really a life, one of those life aha moments for me. I'd always been the person in the limelight. And while enjoying that role, I found as campaign manager and coach to this candidate, I got far greater satisfaction and fulfillment from being the guy behind the person in the limelight, so to speak. And at one point, his closest friend, a former lawyer, suggested to me that I had a real talent working with highly intellectual people, helping them improve soft skills. He further suggested that I take a look at the legal industry as lawyers really needed help with marketing and business development. Although I was shocked to hear this news, um, I embarked on a nine month uh, research journey to fully investigate what he had suggested. During this time, the first ever chapter outside of the United States of the Legal Marketing Association was formed in Vancouver. I went to the founding meeting and made several new connections. Within a few months, I was asked to join the board. And soon after that, I was approached by the then editor of the Lawyers Weekly to write a column to do with business development for lawyers. My first article was published in September of 2006. You might say it was all just a little serendipitous.
0: Wow. Was it unexpected? Interesting. Do you still remember the excitement when you got your first client?
1: Oh, I do. (laughs) And I think most of my clients know that very same excitement. My first client came to me by way of introduction from one of the connections I made at that LMA meeting. She was the marketing director of a large litigation firm in Vancouver, and one of her partners was looking for customized help to take his practice to the next level. I went and met with him. Now, ironically, it was that very first client who really helped me to understand and see my unique combination of skills from a lawyer point of view. He was very clear on why he chose me to help him grow. I will never forget He said that he looked at two other people, both of whom had a background in legal marketing. Keep in mind, I hadn't had a client yet, right? But he chose me, and in his own words, he said, I already know how to be a good lawyer. You have that entrepreneurial drive and spirit, and that's what I want.
0: Yes, absolutely. Lawyers know laws, but how to grow law practice is a topic they need to consider. For my curiosity, What does a business coach's typical day look like?
1: (laughs) Well, Faye, um, I can't speak for all business coaches. I can only speak for myself. I usually start at 3 a.m. You know, I'm on the West Coast, so three hours behind. And I love this time. I love this time. It's quiet. There's no interruptions. I have my morning routine, which I actually share in the book. I start with gratitude. speaking out loud about all the things I'm so grateful for in my life. I move into affirmations, calling into things that I want to bring into my life. And then I review my goals. And again, I've included this as an example of how to set yourself up for positivity. And that's in chapter two of the book. From there, I'll review emails, go on social media. And my rule personally is I only go on social media once a day. (laughs) So I don't get hooked into it. I've often suggested that to clients as well. And some of them go for it. Some of them don't. But anyway, uh, most of my writing is done at this time as well, because I find I'm most inspired, got a fresh mind after the motivation. You know, it's, it's my favorite time of the day. So then I get my dog out and I do about 30 to 40 minutes of cardio on my elliptical, which, by the way, I bought last year. After two months of lockdown and not being able to go to a gym, I was going crazy. That's 200 bucks. I, I, I got it used, by the way. That's $200 bucks i have ever spent. Anyway, then I have breakfast, and I usually start with clients around 6 a.m. So the first three hours, generally speaking, are for me. Setting the, setting the day up, getting some writing done. Sure, I'm doing work, but it's really setting the tone. And I like to get started early with clients. As you know, time change across Canada and Europe. So then I'll have client calls throughout the day, dog walk throughout the day. And when the work is done, I find myself at the gym, outside the real gym, I call it, (laughs) working out with weights. And that's my decompression time. Then I get the dog out again and have dinner and chill for the night. That's my typical day.
0: Wow. 3 a.m. I I like the. Yeah, I like the decompression time. That's great. So, what was your most memorable work moment?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Not not an easy answer. Um, There've been many. I mean, obviously, on a personal note, there's the first client, which we spoke about, right? The first published article, the first book getting published. You know what? What really stands out for me. Is going through this pandemic in 2020, the clients that I worked with gave me so much courage, or had so much courage, but gave me so much inspiration. And they really, I'd have to say, in my career, it's a combination of the various different clients across Canada and Europe, and their different situations that I would say has to be a career high for sure.
0: Yes, COVID-19 changed the many things around us. Has your role changed as a result of it?
1: Well, Faye, I can't say it's changed. It's become more important than ever. Uh, Like you said, COVID-19 has changed just about everything we do in life and in business. And as a business coach, my role includes being a change agent. So obviously, COVID-19 has made my role even more important as lawyers try to navigate these changes. Human beings generally don't like change and lawyers are pretty much at the high end of that scale due to their personality traits. So helping them to navigate through arguably the most disruptive event of our lifetime has certainly given me even more motivation to help more of them.
0: Yeah, changes need to start from ourselves. Is it why you wrote the most recent book, Growing a Law Practice During COVID-19?
1: Well, that is very true, uh, Faye. Change uh, needs to happen uh, individually first before it can happen on a a broader uh, level. To be frank, again, uh, I just mentioned it, uh, on a professional side, it was the clients who I was working with just prior to, during, and after the first wave of COVID-19. Their courage, I mean, it was incredible. Their courage to forge on during such an unparalleled and chaotic time inspired me to write this book to help more lawyers navigate through it and come out on the other side of it stronger.
0: Mm, yeah. Would you like to talk a little bit more about this book?
1: Well, first off, I, I think, um, to be very frank, I don't believe the content of this book would ever have been published for lawyers if it hadn't been for COVID-19. Let me be clear. Uh, The first two chapters have nothing to do about the business of law. The first chapter is creating an ultimate mindset. And the second chapter is all about self-care. And when you think about that, I don't think, again, I don't think that content would be as relevant if it weren't for COVID-19. So this book is probably... Well, not probably is is most definitely the most complete work that I've ever done in my career. So it includes all the knowledge gained prior to coaching lawyers, uh, all the knowledge during the last sixteen years, of course, um, and of course going through last year, and we're still going through it. Let's make no mistake. Um, probably will be for some time, but it comes. It covers the book covers all aspects of the business of law, while providing tips on staying healthy. In mind and body. And I look at it as a holistic approach to creating a healthy and successful career in law.
0: Yes, it is true. I like what you mentioned about the holistic view, starting from creating a good, like correct mindset, and then goes to your mental health and goes to the business marketing, business development. Yes, Mm -hmm. this must be a very good book to read. So what message do you have about the COVID-19?
1: Well, I would say this has been for all of us, you know, on the planet. This has been like running a marathon. And we're like at mile 24 out of 26. And this is when most people drop out, unable to finish this grueling challenge. This is where it's the mind. The The body is exhausted. The body is wiped out. And it's all about the mind. So, I would say don't quit. That starts with your mindset. And I go into detail about this in the book in chapter one. The bottom line is this these final two miles will most definitely be the toughest, but the reward will be immense. And as I say in the book, when we get out of this, do you want to be limping or leaping?
0: I want to be leaping. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. So let us close today's podcast with this question. What is the most important advice you can give to our audience?
1: It's a good question. I'm glad we're ending with that, Faye. Focus on your strengths. Be the best lawyer you can be and then build your team. And this doesn't doesn't matter whether you're solo practice or you're uh, running a small firm, an owner of a small firm, or you're a partner in a national or international firm. Be the best lawyer you can and then build your team around you to fill in the gaps, the gaps of what you don't like to do, what perhaps you might not be the best at, but far too many lawyers try to do it all. And if you continue in this vein, you will never grow. And more importantly, you will be stuck in a repetitious and insane cycle of burnout. Take inventory of what you're best at what you like, what you don't like, then hire people to do the things you don't like or aren't the best at. Many lawyers think of this as a cost. Actually, it's an investment that will lead to higher profits, less stress, and more fulfillment.
0: Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. Gary Mitchell's new book, Growing a Law Practice During COVID-19 is going to publish in July, 2021. You can get a copy at our LexisNexis Bookstore. Thank you for your time. Bye.